The federal government is set to unveil aid to Canadians who are affected by the outbreak of COVID-19. On Tuesday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau told reporters that Canadians need to continue efforts to self-isolate while admitting that he is unsure of how long this ordeal is going to last. I'm Dave Breckenridge and this is 10-3. I talked to the National Post's Ryan Tumulty about where the government could be directing aid and other measures the government has taken in the wake of this pandemic. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on all your favorite listening platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We'd also love it if you could leave us a rating, a review, and tell your friends about us. So Ryan, is, uh, Canadians across the country are, are working from their homes, just like you and I are right now. Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau stepped out from Rideau Cottage, where he and his family reside, uh, to address the media and address Canadians again on Tuesday. Uh, what was the big uh, thrust of his message today regarding COVID-19? You know, there there was a lot in what he had to say today. A lot of it was about reinforcing, though, what he said before about the importance of social distancing, about, you know, some of the travel restrictions that he announced on Monday. He also said something that really struck me, which is that he doesn't know when this is going to end. It could be weeks, it could be months. And that's sort of what we've started to hear from public health officials, that it could be a long time before we are back to any sort of state of normalcy. And I think that's really starting to set in with people as, as provinces have canceled classes for, for kids in school and parents are scrambling to find daycare, uh, for kids or starting to adjust to working remotely. Um, we're starting to get the sense that we're in this for the long haul. Uh, what measures is the prime minister thinking of taking to address some of these concerns about being in it for the long haul. There's economic concerns, there's health concerns, there's taxes, there's all sorts of things at play here. Where's the prime minister thinking he really needs to focus next? So tomorrow we are expecting a big announcement. Uh, uh, Stimulus maybe isn't even the right word, but a financial aid package to Canadians so that people can keep paying their rent, so that people can... um, keep the lights on, quite literally in some cases. Um, you know, you and I can work from home and uh, we're still collecting our paychecks, but for of course, for a lot of people, they're seeing their shifts canceled, they're, she- they're seeing their workplaces canceled, their businesses are grinding to a halt. Um, so there's going to be a financial aid package to hopefully try to address that. We don't have a lot of the details of it yet, but I expect it will be big. I expect it will be in the tens of billions of dollars. Uh, announced tomorrow, and I expect most of it will go directly to Canadians, and not not to businesses or not to to corporations, but to to individual people, so they can keep, uh, as you say, keep the lights on or pay their rent or or pay their mortgage or or if they're not in a position where they can be working. There'll be support for businesses as well, but I, I think the idea here is not to make it complicated, not to make it onerous. I think what we're going to see here is is direct payments to Canadians. What was Trudeau's messaging around the health aspect of it today? Is he continuing on the same message? If you can stay home, stay home, you know, do all the things that health officials have been telling us to do for a number of weeks now, or was there anything new out of his messaging today? Yeah, no, it was basically the same message we've heard before, you know, wash your hands as much as you can, stay home as much as you can, don't shake hands anymore. You know, today is St. Patrick's Day. I think any other day, a lot of us might be out celebrating with a green beer or two. 
but he was saying, you know, that today is not the day for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, if you have whiskey in your house and I, I, I don't know about other Canadians. I've got my fair share at home, you know, enjoy a, a nice Irish tipple on St. Patrick's day in the, in the comfort of your own home. Um, this announcement today followed on the heels of another major announcement on Monday. Um, walk us through some of the details around the restrictions that the government put in place Monday to catch people up who haven't been following. Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, Monday was all about travel restrictions, really, uh, and they are frankly sweeping. Starting Wednesday, so starting tomorrow, flights coming in to uh, firstly, any flight coming in uh, to Canada will have to go to one of f- four airports, the big ones, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, and Calgary. Um, but also, the only people who are going to be able to come in on those flights are going to be Canadian citizens or permanent residents. There's a couple of exemptions for people like diplomats and uh, flight crews, obviously, uh, who might be from other countries. The big exemption right there is the American border. That's going to remain open for now, is basically what we've been told. Uh, If you are sick, Canadian or otherwise, you're not going to be allowed to get on one of those flights. And and the prime minister announced that for for people who aren't able to come home because of that, the government is looking at taking care of some of their immediate need if they're essentially stuck out of country. Yeah, so there's been talk of uh, increased consular support for those people, as well as sort of an emergency loan program for people who might not have been planning to spend time out of the country. Okay, and regarding the the not closing the border to Americans, you know, there's been especially in you know the Pacific North Northwest, there's been a in Washington, there's been quite a wild spread of cases of COVID nineteen. Why did the Prime Minister say that they were keeping the U.S. border open? You know, I think the government has said what, what the government's saying here is that. Um, and if you sort of, they're saying that they're following the advice of health officials, but I think if you lead, read between the lines of what they're saying is closing the American border, even just to visitors, has such a huge economic impact and could really disrupt supply chains uh, that we're all depending on right now. You know, most of the economy has has really ground to a halt, but obviously pharmacies and grocery stores are essential right now and they need to stay open and they are being supplied. You know, this is still winter in most of Canada. Most of our food comes from the U S at this time of year. So it's, it's really key essential that those, those trips keep coming. I I, I got the sense that, you know, if they could close it to tourists, they would, but I think there was a concern that in closing it to tourists, you'd be cutting off some of those supply chains just because of the, the complexity of the whole thing. The government has stressed, you know, if you're if you're coming back from Canada, from the states, from anywhere, you're being asked to impose, uh, put yourself into 14 day self isolation. I think they are banking on the idea that that will keep any tourists away because who would want to come to uh, Canada just to spend 14 days in a hotel room or something like that. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a fun vacation. Uh, you talk about supply chains, you know, and and food coming from elsewhere. A lot of food, a lot of fresh fruit this time of year. If you look at some of the the country of origin labeling on some fruit, you can get apples from as far away as New Zealand. Uh, you get obviously bananas are not grown in Canada. When it comes to to international flights, it, 
are they're not closing down um, cargo ships or things of that nature, correct? No, cargo is exempt from that. That's been clear. And, and the government's also been clear that all of these rules uh, do have a certain amount of flexibility when it comes to important things for the economy. So, you know, the, the self-isolation that people are asked to do when they come to Canada, that doesn't apply to truck drivers who might be just crossing the border uh, to deliver something and then head back. Um, so the idea is just to keep the, the goods moving for sure. Now, obviously, the prime minister speaking from home, he's under self-isolation due to uh, the fact that his wife, Sophie, has tested positive for COVID-19. What has he said about whether parliament is going to resume or continue sitting uh, to deal with some of the, the crucial legislation that would be needed to get aid into the hands of Canadians? So um, when Parliament uh, rose last week and, and they got this special, you know, they worked out a deal with the opposition parties to um, stay on break until late April, it gave them pretty broad powers uh, to be able to spend money on a lot of things. Now, some of that will apparently have to be handled with through legislation. But in this agreement that was worked out between the opposition leaders, there is a provision for bringing parliament back. And I think what they're going to do is, is they've worked out a, an arrangement to, you know, bring back basically just the people who can drive to parliament, uh, to debate legislation and, and pair off numbers so that there's an appropriate number of people from each party. But, you know, this isn't going to be a full sitting of parliament and it's going to be brief, I'm sure when it comes. Okay. And did the prime minister talk about, you know, whether, um, federal workers or parliamentary staffers who are able to work from home are allowed to work from home? And if they're not able to work from home, are is the government doing anything for them? Yeah, so the, the federal government is basically given an order to all of its um, staff to work from home as much as possible. Um, one of my colleagues reported that that's actually not as simple as you might think. You know, a lot of federal employees are, are trying to do that right now, but the 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 government's IT systems aren't built for having all, you know, 150,000 public servants who might work in an office to try to do that from home. So there've been some challenges there, but definitely that's the encouragement that everyone who can work from home, who works for the government should. Uh, today he announced, um, you know, Parks Canada, the parks and the visitor centers are all going to be closing. He said, he put it very succinctly, he said, anything in uh, a national park with a door is going to be closed. Um, and museums here in Ottawa have closed, you know, the National Arts Center, all of these sorts of things that the government runs are shut down. Now, looking at the, the federal government response to this, obviously, it's not necessarily the best time to play politics with... Uh, the health of Canadians and the response to the debate, but there has been a lot of criticism about the federal government's response. I mean, at least at the very basic level around whether we closed the border to international flights or we limited international flights early enough. Did the prime minister address any of that criticism at all in his, his speech yesterday or today? You know, he's gotten a lot of questions about uh, this sort of thing, and and most of the opposition parties have been relatively quiet. I think recognizing, like you say, that this isn't the best time for, for politics and partisanship, but he's gotten a lot of questions about why we waited until now to close the borders. Um, you know, even as late as Friday, 
Um, his health minister, Patty Haji, was suggesting that it could be counterproductive to close the borders to international flights and things like that. His response and his government's response has been that all along here, they've been listening to the advice of experts and that that expert advice shifted over the weekend. Looking at all the measures that have been taking, taken so far by the government, what I know the prime minister can't says he can't predict how long this is going to go on for, but what is the hope in terms of flattening the curve that, you know, maybe it could be just a few weeks to shorten the time in which people may have to be wary of COVID-19 or, or is it still up in the air? I think it's still very much up in the air. Uh, you know, they talk about the, the window in which to flatten the curve is closing uh, and that at a certain point we may just have to deal with the virus as it as it becomes, you know, as it, it presents itself, I guess, to Canada. But, you know, you're already starting to see, you know, the first, you know, dozen or so or even more cases uh, in Canada were all ones that we could connect back to traveling. We could find the person who flew or who lived with someone who was on a trip to China or Italy or South Korea. That isn't as much the case anymore. You know, we're starting to see more community transmission of these cases. Um, we're starting to see more cases where the person traveled to the U.S. as, as opposed to one of the, you know, hotspots we think of more. So I, I have no idea how long I guess this will go on. It sort of depends on what happens over the next week, I would think. Now, when is the prime minister expected to announce the next slate of uh, aid or response to this on Wednesday? So we're expecting that Wednesday morning uh, sometime. We don't have specific details yet. Uh, I'm sure that'll be followed up by a press conference with Bill Morneau, the finance minister, who will present more information about this. Uh, I think this has been a, a difficult one for them to design. You know, the the finance department uh, is prepared for how to offer a stimulus when a market crashes for, you know, some of the reasons markets usually crash for. But this is different. You can't you can't just put money in people's hands and hope they go out to Best Buy and buy a big TV or Home Depot and get a new deck. This is uh, this is a different sort of financial problem. Now, one last question. I, I know that um, there's been talk about, you know, cooperation between the provinces and the feds in all of this. And, and you know, the like in Alberta, Jason Kenney's talked about hoping that the feds come through to help people uh, in terms of EI related to unpaid leave. What What is the prime minister or cabinet saying about, you know, where some of the res other responsibilities in this crisis lie? Um, they've talked a lot about um, the need for this to be a sort of coordinated, you know, the phrase they keep using is a Team Canada effort with everybody on the same page. And I think to a large degree that's happening. Um, you know, technically speaking, the federal government, of course, doesn't have a responsibility for health care. Um, but the deputy prime minister has said over and over again that's that's not something they're focusing on right now. I think there's a fair amount of coordination with the provinces. We've definitely seen, of course, you know, uh, Ontario Premier Doug Ford and Quebec Premier Francois Legault and Alberta Premier Jason Kenney have all said that they wish that the international travel restrictions had been brought in sooner and quicker. Um, you know, when the U.S. border uh, was announced it would stay open yesterday, BC's health minister pleaded with Americans not to come, um, of course, because he's right up against 
Washington State, which has seen quite a lot of uh, cases. Um, so there's there's definitely still some friction here, but I think mostly people are rowing in the same direction on this. All right. Well, it's obviously something that the whole country is following, and we'll be keeping an eye on it every day. Uh, thanks very much for your time. No problem. 10.3 is produced by Carson Jarama. Theme music by Bryce Hall. Thanks to my guest, Ryan Tumulty. More from him at nationalpost.com. I'm Dave Breckenridge. Thanks for listening.